Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Brandeline Johnson, and I'm an expert in the spiritual awakening industry, an author, and educator. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you awaken to your energetic abilities, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Hey, you guys, today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about dead people. More specifically, dead people that get inside of alive people and what all that means. I'm going to be sharing my personal story of two different events and kind of also coaching you guys that are having your spiritual awakening to help you better understand this and not be afraid of it. It is freaky. It is freaky, but to not be afraid of it and to know that you have the power and to set that up. So let's dive right in. It's a super groovy topic. The first story I'm going to tell you um, about is this passed away lady. Her name is Marge. She is the grandmother of one of my previous clients from a many, many years ago. Uh, I did tell this story in my my second book, Your Freaking Amazing Gifts. If you haven't bought that, it's on Amazon and Kindle. Um, so there's a little uh, chapter in there about Marge and what happened. Um, so her daughter came to me for a session and we were, um, in physical session. So she came to meet me. Um, and we sat down and just like I always do when I'm sitting down for a reading, so I'm calling in your past loved ones, your angels, your guides to give me clean and clear information to help you live your life more fully. That's always been my intention before I set up a session. Um, she didn't necessarily come to me for a mediumship uh, reading and mediumship reading for those of you guys that don't know is when we're calling forth a past loved one and we're going to communicate with the dead. Um, but she was wanting to know about her father that he is now in spirit, but at the time he was alive and she really wanted me to tap into her father's energy and let her know how he was doing health wise. Right. Um, I have the ability and, and I teach people how to do all this in the awaken program. Right. I have the ability to be able to sit within someone else's energy, even if they are not present with me. I also call some of this, um, you know, jumping through the hoop, right? So I would, I read my client's energy, the lady, um, and then I could jump through her energy to, to wherever she's directing me. So she's asking me about her father. So I'm jumping through her energy to, to read the father. I'm very clairsentient, which is psychic physical feeling. I'm very clairvoyant, which is psychic seeing, right? Seeing the visions. So immediately I'm tapping in. I see, um, I see her dad sitting there now, mind you, um, at the same time, I've already called in her past loved ones and Marge, her grandma, who was in spirit and still is in spirit. Uh, at that time I could physically feel her presence come into the room different loved ones set at different positions for me. So like she was up above me to the right. Uh, I don't physically see her with my eyes, but I could feel her essence, her energy, and I could feel where her presence was. This happens with like lots of my loved ones. I'll be like, Oh, somebody's stepping in and then open my awareness to see, see or feel or hear who it is. Um, so her grandma was present during this part. And this is the interesting part. And I love teaching intuition and mediumship development because everything's always like a little investigative process. 
So I'm tapping in and I'm seeing visions of her father and he's on the couch. I feel like he's moving really slowly. I could see his environment. I'm very good at remote viewing, very good at going in to proper, you know, properties I've never been at and looking around and spirit will show me certain things in order for me to say certain things. We call those agreements. Um, and I could see that his house was really cluttered and my energy felt really low. So I was about to say, okay, he's not doing so good. He's not moving around. Literally what I'm telling you guys right now. And he's sleeping on the couch a lot. Well, March, the grandma, the dead grandma decided, had a decision in her own mind that I wasn't communicating these things quickly enough for her. Like she really wanted me to skip the bullshit about seeing the vision and like, um, unfolding what it is that spirits trying to communicate with me. And she wants to just jump the hell right in and take over the show. Right. Um, so let me back up a little bit. So there's a difference between like psychic visions, like seeing those psychic visions versus like March, she was there. So she could give me information and it will come through visually for me. So not sure if I was tapping into uh, her dad's energy with my psychic ability or if it's March here showing me these visions because she wants me to say what the hell's going on. So March decides that I'm not doing it fast enough. And she literally pops right into my body and um, immediately decides to take over my voice and say, and he sleeps on the couch. <laughs> my voice changed and everything. Um, and so I felt the, the feeling and my voice and, you know, me speaking, I'm still conscious, right? I'm still aware. This is my show and her show. So like, just got, got tight, shook her out. And then she popped back out and I'm like, and that is not freaking cool. That's not going to happen ever again, right? With any dead person. And this, like our guides and our angels really try to guide us through our spiritual awakening process. And I feel like a lot of people that come to me, they're really scared. They're really scared of something like this happening. Our guides and our angels generally don't want to scare us, but they also like you to become aware of an ability that you actually have or may have that you wouldn't have become aware with it unless they gave you a sign like this lady popping in my body. So, yay, if I wanted to continue on doing those types of readings, I could. I don't recommend that because it really does drain you when you're letting an energy take over your body. Some people do this for mediumship. Some people are trans channelers where they'll go ahead and just start channeling and they take a back seat and they let that energy light being through, through their system until that being's done. And then this trans channel or will, will pop back and be more aware, like, Oh, I'm back. Um, you could do either. I wouldn't recommend doing it for mediumship because it is draining you. It's draining your energy and we don't necessarily need them to get into our body to get the message across. We just need to develop our abilities to see, hear, feel, and know. And real, and then just like I said, I told her that's never happening again, not with anyone. And this is where I teach my students where it's like, okay, something happened. Do I want to grow that ability? Do I want to continue using, utilizing that? Or am, am I not down? And I was not down. And so we get to make rules with the spiritual world. We call it those boundaries. Um, and so you bet your sweet Patuski, the next thing I went and did after the session, um, of course, you know, cutting cords, all the things that I teach my students, um, is shift my boundaries and my rules with spirit world that you're not allowed to use my body without 
me inviting you in and you're not allowed to take over and you're not allowed to use my voice. You are allowed to stand there and give me information and I will receive it the way I'm ready to receive it. Um, that's the thing too, is some of you guys that are developing, don't be feeling guilty if stuff doesn't come through in a certain way. It's your message, right? If this March lady did not get her message through to me, she's going to get it through to someone else, maybe through her grand, you know, the granddaughter that came to, for the session, maybe through a different medium, maybe through a song, you know, different synchronicities, they're going to get their message. You as mediums do not need to feel um, obligated to, to have a specific type of message. You don't need to feel obligated to deliver the message. If you're just randomly out there, um, you know, at the grocery store, you don't have to, it's not your responsibility. Um, you know, you have free will people, right? So that's one example of something that happened to me in the beginnings. in the beginnings, I guess it was in my first book, my second book, which I think I wrote all of those in like 2015, 2016. Um, so go check them out on Amazon. And then in the very, very beginning, something kind of creepy happened to me. Um, and so I will share it with you. And this is way before the March incident happened. This was when I very first figured out that I was actually a medium that I could actually communicate with dead. Um, I was under um, a mentor, right? Which I highly recommend having a mentor when you're going through your spiritual awakening is crucial because there's so much out there. There's so much in there. Um, there's so many things that aren't described. There's not, not everything's in a book. There's nothing that's um, square, right? So having a mentor is going to help you navigate all these strange things that you learn that you can do, that you have the access to. Um, and it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be scary. Um, I think it's a freaking magical thing for you to be able to develop this ability and having these clear boundaries and stuff too, right? But in the beginning, um, I remember there was a time that I had drank some wine. And remember, don't be talking to spirit or doing your spirit work. One of my rules is after two glasses of wine or after 10 p.m., I don't work. I don't work for spirit. And that all came about because of this one particular time that I had had some wine. And I was like leaning into my husband at the time. My, he's late, my late husband, um, to give him a hug good night. And I just felt like this sadness and um, just the awkward feeling. And then I, I said something out of my mouth again. Um, and I don't recall what it was, but it was kind of derogatory it was kind of not happy <laughs> so my husband at the time said what did you just say and I knew that something had happened I knew that I got what we call jumped right I did I wasn't doing a mediumship reading um it was at the house that I had in Michigan I used to have tons of spiritual activity there if y'all in Michigan I don't know it's all the trees and shit uh um it's just a very much old old house you know um that I was living in and then, um, so I remember I was freaking out <laughs> and I ran to the bathroom because I was like, whoa, what the hell just happened to me? And I remember messaging my mentor and she was already asleep. Uh, so I was kind of freaking out, but, um, all was well. I was just like, nope, ain't happening to me. <laughs> Maybe probably staged myself at that time. And then, um, the next day she was like, okay, now we know you're a medium, right? Because the thing with the dead, the dead person, March, and then with this other energy, um, they see your, your mediumship light bulb on and they want to communicate uh, another time happened to me. <laughs> I'll just share it all these crazy stories. This is, this is my personal experience. 
another time happened to me way, way, way before I moved to Michigan and before I had this major spiritual type of awakening. Um, and again, my voice, like I was saying things out of my mouth that didn't make sense. I was telling my husband at the time that he needed to go pick up the kids from the bus stop. And, um, he was talking me into bed. He's like, uh, we don't have kids and they don't go to school. <laughs> um, told, you know, in hindsight, I think just a dead person just really wanted to say something about their kids getting picked up from the bus stop. And I told my husband to go pick up the kids from the bus stop. Um, this is why so many people feel like they're freaking going crazy um when they're having their spiritual awakening because there's these experiences that don't make any sense to you and then you think oh my god I'm, I'm getting possessed um but these are why people reach out to me so that I can help them navigate through these understand them uh control them right and not be afraid of them so that you could go out and live a better life for yourself by working with and for spirit right the good guys um but again they see your light bulb on these dead people even when you haven't developed yet, they're like, oh, I think, I think I see her light bulb on. I think she's more natural at this. Can you develop into it? If you don't have a light bulb, absolutely. I'll teach you. Um, but um, in the beginning, that's sometimes what people will have is their light bulb is on. And so you just get, um, you know, it's like moths to a light bulb. So it's either dead people or it could even be living people. I've had um, students flow through, um, flow through with very interesting abilities. One lady kept attracting people with cancer. Um, it's because spirit wanted her to work with people that have cancer to help them with doing readings and healing sessions. Um, so it was just like crazy random stuff, you know? Um, so your light bulb can attract these people. Also, you know, you go to Walmart and all of a sudden somebody's standing next to you because you feel like Santa Claus to them and they just want to feel your energy. They don't know it. They just pick up on it. They don't necessarily psychically see your light bulb, other humans, but um, like the dead people do. So these are just some of a couple of the stories about how my voice had changed or how people, you know, a dead person got into my body, what I did about it, how I'm not afraid of it, why it don't happen anymore, because I put that up as a beautiful boundary. Um, and all of these beautiful, beautiful experiences. Tell me in the comments on here. If you would like me to start sharing more of these spiritual awakening stories with you from like little stories that my students had, um, I think that might be really helpful for you guys that are out there navigating this alone. Um, and I will be more than grateful to share like different spiritual experiences my students had and how I kind of coached them through that. Uh, but definitely you want to take my awaken program. If you haven't taken it yet, you keep hearing me talk about it. You need to cl click all the clickety click links, go to brandaline.com forward slash awaken and check it out because this is what's going to completely, completely transform your life and help you start helping others transform theirs. It's so fulfilling. Um, absolutely love telling these stories. Absolutely love helping mentor you guys, right? There's always opportunities to just mentor directly with me, um, which calls, I'll be on the calls on the awaken program, but if you just want just me, I mean, there's opportunities for that as well. So I'm sending you guys all love. I hope you loved this short solo episode and share this with your friends who may need to hear this. Thanks for listening. If you loved this episode and know someone else who's having a spiritual awakening, please send them my way. 
It will benefit the world if you help me get this cause and message out to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me. If you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends, I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.